1: Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in High Fidelity.
0: Welcome to What If You Just Imagine with Janice and Mary, the show helping you imagine and create the life you really want. Janice is a transformational coach creating sparkle in your life and a healer certified in Theta Healing Basic and Advanced DNA quantum touch levels one and two as well as a quick pulse practitioner and author of the children's book henry's wild adventures henry and the oranges mary is a visionary and spiritual intuitive who specializes in facilitating her clients to live their passion mary began her soul work as a teacher in the school of life after her own life met with significant tragedies that transformed her both professionally and personally. Mary launched her own company, Global Healing Solutions, to provide people with the intuitive perspective they need to overcome obstacles and truly live their dreams.
1: Hello, and thank you for joining me on What If You Just Imagine. Janice is sending the energies of love and joy and peace to us as we are airing this episode today. And I thank you again for joining me as I read a chapter on friendship from a book called A Year by the Sea, Thought of an Unfinished Woman by Joan Anderson. I read this book a few times and I was Struck by how it made me look at my life, review my life, from the standpoint not only of the age that I'm at now, but also this would be appropriate for for any woman looking back in order to look and move forward. And the people that we encounter, the friends that we make, some for a lifetime, some for a brief moment, in time, I've had some of my friends since grade school, since kindergarten, of which I am still friends with. Others, as I look over my life, I review in my mind and in my heart the ones that have come in to touch my soul, touch my heart in some way, to leave behind a fingerprint of hope or love a lesson to be learned and remembered, each one, equally important. And so I look forward to the new friendships, the new people, the new souls that come into my life on our path of love. So let me begin this tra- chapter where Joan is has left her husband and looking to start anew. Taken a separation from life and looking to reacquaint herself with herself. And so I'll begin. She appeared in my life like a full moon tide whose waves smack upon the shore, trickling upward, refreshing the toes of the beach coma. After our first encounter, our next, Complete with an orange and purple sunset and several glasses of port, sealed the friendship, lifting the fog that had encapsulated me. I was reticent, even shy, at our first few meetings, having noticed her late husband's picture on the cover of Time hanging over her desk, the famed psychoanalyst Eric Erickson who coined the term identity crisis. Celebrity unsettled me, making me wonder if I can measure up. I had to stifle the desire to impress and instead strive to give in to just being me with all my inadequacies. i stopped stop for a moment and just think about that many times did we meet someone, go to a party, go to a networking event, go to a social gathering where celebrities were there or celebrity type people or people who thought they were celebrities, and we didn't think we measured up. We just wanted to be ourselves. We didn't want to impress. We just wanted someone to see us for exactly who we are from our soul out. And to me, this is something that Joan was experiencing in the moment when she met her new friend. Fortunately, Joan reassured me that perfection had also eluded her Interesting, right? That perfection had also eluded her. What a friend to say that. Don't worry about being perfect around me. I'm not perfect either. There is where some of the seeds of a bond of friendship begin, when you can both just be. In any case, I had no choice as to whether or not I would be her friend. She had attached herself to me and I had to her, like an oyster to a rock. We would be stuck as long as no storm came along and tore us away. Me and an old woman with the heart of a young girl, opening her heart because she thought us kindred Spirit. Gosh, I guess we all ladies have a friend that we say we must have been in another lifetime together, or we must have been twins, or we're so much alike. Someone who sticks together, someone who sticks by us, holds our deepest and darkest secrets tightly within their soul. the value in friendship. And I'll continue. Real connection seems to happen that way. Two like-minded souls meet and then whoosh. A moment of fission occurs. Pleasant trees are dropped, closely twined feelings surface, and a relationship is born. It had been six weeks since that afternoon on the jetty. We're past the beginning phase of friendship, eager to jump into the deep places where intimacies and vulnerabilities lie waiting to be shared. If we can't share our real feelings, we might as well be men, she joked one day last week, dropping one of her verbal nuggets. Everybody is so serious when actually sometimes we're all a you hope. I like that when she says that when Joan Erickson remarks that sometimes we're, we take ourselves too seriously. And then Joan Andrew, Anderson says, you know, get over that beginner phase of friendship and then you become eager to jump into places where vulnerability lies. How great is it to have someone to share your, your hurts, your vulnerabilities, sometimes those, those fears, that grief, and you know you're safe. She writes, here I am I feel like I've been with a muse, not of the Prince Charming type, of course, but rather a 92 year old lady who spins out her wisdom, expecting me to catch the vibrations. Oh, how great I have to say. I, I, I interject my own thoughts here. How great is it to be in the presence of the aged, in the presence of wisdom? Someone who is older. More experience in in love and life and wants to share with you, such a friend I hope to be. So she writes, leave room well for yourself, she insists, as we, as we spend several afternoons walking together. She has taught me how to weave and now we are creating small tapestries that represent the stages of our lives. I was characteristically rushing the process, combining the colors too quickly without really absorbing what each one meant. Qualities such as atomicity, initiative, intimacy. Joan says you must look more carefully as at what it means when one color meets another, she says, to see how many strengths you have to work with and lean on. Though, through her, I am beginning to see that every thread is significant. To think of pulling out a color here or adding one there would be to alter the fabric of who I am. He is teaching me that the delight is in the continuum to take all that I know, all that I am, and weave that wisdom into the fabric of everyday life, remembering always to leave room for myself. i stop a minute. How often that we don't leave room for ourselves? We're doing everything for everyone, running here, running there. And at the end of the day, what have we done for our own nurturing, our own soul? And Joan reminds Sean that you must leave room for yourself. Please, dear, she had to say to me once more, keep the weaving re- tight so that you have space for what you are becoming. Remember, you have so much of your life left. Every woman should have a mentor, not her mother, but someone who doesn't have a stake in how she turns out, who encourages her to risk, who picks her up when she falls flat on her face, Joan prods, pokes, and coaxes me every time we're together. Like someone trying to waken a sleepy child, to get her off to school in time. Her phone calls come early during the twilight state between dreaming and waking. Hi, dear, she says, a voice as soothing as warm maple, maple syrup. Want to get up and get into some trouble today? What do you have in mind, I ask. Oh, I don't know. Just getting out and gathering up some experiences. I love that. Let's like, you know, get up and gather some experiences each day. Let's laugh. Let's look at life in a a lighter way. You know, kind of like, let's get up and get into some good trouble. I like that about friendship. I like that that you can call somebody and say, hey, come on over and have a cup of coffee and let's figure out a fun thing to do today. Lighthearted. How great is that in friendship? I drive to her house and, hello, she exclaims, opening her arms, pulling me into a hug. I embrace her gently, fearful of her brittle bones. Oh, no, you don't, she whispers, sensing I'm holding back, and she hugs me more firmly. Come in, I have something to read to you takes my hand, leads me down a hallway, past the treadmill, and a makeshift altar for her dancing Buddha, then into a sparsely furnished living room where a giant piece of driftwood is the only adornment. I settle onto a wicker stool near her feet, and she sits on a seat near her desk. And there's a sign pasted to her lamp that says, Smile anyway. Now let's see, where did I put that? I wrote a poem for you last night. Tell me what you think. It's called Recommendation. Impatient lady, eager now to know, to traffic what the bird of night before even early frost has touched your hair. An open mind has depths that grow only as shadow to the light. Let be what is becoming slowly, slowly grow and know patience. I squirm a bit knowing she has tapped into my haste, my need to find answers now. Although she hasn't pried into my life, What am I doing here without my husband? I'm sure she senses my struggle. Patience isn't your virtue, is it, dear, she says, filling the quiet moment between us. You mustn't fret. There is no arriving ever. It's all a continual becoming. Tears fill my eyes as I recognize that she is seeing the real me. So much of you is waking up, she adds. I see you bubbling all over the place, and I think it's grand. I suppose she's right, although I still can't shake the stagnation that overwhelms me every time I think about the future. You must have been so careful with what you did and said in your former life so as to stifle the very essence of you. No wonder you're here and in a hurry. Tears trickled down my face and I'm relieved to be found out. I've always wanted to know someone who would bother to see beyond the surface of me without me giving any clues. Well, I have to stop there for a moment. How many of us are in a hurry to jump into our future before we even realize where we've been? To cover up all the uncertainties, all the skeletons in the closet, all the qualities that we think we don't have. And here you meet somebody that gets you without giving away many clues. They're just connected heart and soul. And I'll continue, as if she knows what I'm thinking, she says, it's the way they want us, you know, life, people, predictable. Trouble is, we end up being apropos of nothing. We both laugh, dispelling any gloom. This is the first time since coming here that I feel affirmation for my decision It was so hard to leave home, I tell her, but instinct told me to travel to where nature might take its course. Me too, she offers. I came here leaving friends and Cambridge behind to deal with my husband's infirmities without interference. You are never free to do as you please when you stay with the familiar. Wow. So many of us have an ache, a longing, a longing to break out, to go somewhere else, to get reacquainted with who we are, but we stay with the familiar. Travel to where nature might take its course with Joan's instinct. But she acted on it. She left the familiar. It might be a job that you're so used to going to. The habit of, of life gets in the way of us breaking out. But a good friend, someone will recognize that energy in you, that stirring, that longing, and help you identify that and encourage you to go out and break out. And I'll continue. I find our situations very curious. She ran away with her husband, I from mine. I wish my inclination had included him, but it didn't. Before I can sink into disdain, she rescues my mood. I love that when you're with a good friend, you can be starting to cry or thinking of a sad moment or a sad time and whoosh, your friend says, hey, let's not get all mushy about these things or upset or let's change the mood. Being here is a sound choice, dear. Not hiding under covers like so many people do. Afraid of losing their security. So many people feel that or believe that love is a feeling of being dependent. Look, you've slammed one door, but oh, how you have opened another. People develop in aloneness and are only led to the truth after being disillusioned. That disillusion peace of life, living in an illusion <laughs> where we think everything's wonderful and perfect, but we know deep in our heart it's not. So when she writes, people develop in aloneness. That has been so true for me, at least. I lost several people around me, near me, and I was forced into being more alone with myself and my thoughts. And I continue, my panic subsides as she continues. I've been running away all my life, she says. When I was little, I ran to the woods. Only place I could find myself. And then off to Europe. Unheard of for a woman of 21, I changed my name and became whatever and whomever I wanted. You've got to be your own person. In any case, It's pretty deadly not to be. Honey, it takes action to create change. Everything we talk about isn't worth a dime if we don't actualize it. So what are you waiting for, I say? You keep talking about all this overdosing on the senses. Let's get going. Let's go to that adventure. It's high time, she agrees. Here will we go to a beautiful place abundant with signs of new beginnings. Here, we are tempted not just to stretch, but to grow new as well. I love that. We think about stretching to use our creativity. And she says we're here, but not just to grow, but to grow new as well. And I'll skip to, uh, for time's sake, to a couple of uh, other little uh, sentences here. And Joan Anderson says, I move away withdrawing into my own space, haven't found some beach class, and now want to look for more. As I sinker the pieces in my pocket, I realize that once they were part of a whole, now they are cracked and broken. But time has softened their edges, each becoming new on their own. A new metaphor for a woman who has evolved through various passages, integrating the soft and the hard sides of her I love that, integrating the soft and the hard sides of her personality. Now beginning to relax into understanding what her life is all about. Pursuing that which is unlived about her life. No longer needing to be so attached to the other half. Not unlike a husband and wife in a long standing marriage. How many people have I clung to or let cling to me long after it ceased to be a healthy thing to do? Part of the freedom I feel today comes from letting go. Eventually, we head home for the day to wash the shores. Who have taken a seaside cure more refreshed than when they arrived. We come away with new attitudes. As for me, my energy is redirected, my humor returned, body and mind are stretched. This is just one chapter in this wonderful book. Uh, about a woman's journey of self-discovery that gives her the courage to persevere in recreating her life. And gosh, how great it is to have a, a new friend, an old friend, someone who knows us, that we can continue our journey with someone who cares deeply for us, as we all are kind of like that broken glass that we find in the, on the shore, cracked but yet smooth. We identify with the fragmentations of our soul as we move forward into a future that really is not so unknown. Because what we do know about ourselves, our strength, our persevering, our love of life, our memories, our friendships, go with us. And when we know that, the future is less uncertain, less scary, and it awaits us, inviting us, challenging us to create what's new, what's next, and to meet and greet the new souls, the new friends, that want to embrace us. I thank you today, and I hope you enjoyed this chapter from A Year by the Sea by Joan Anderson. I hope you'll pick up a copy and, and really get into it. This is Mary, and you can reach me at Maryanswersnow at gmail.com. My website is Global Healing Solutions. And you can pick up a copy of my book, a pocketful of prayers and a heart full of love on amazon.com. Thank you so much for joining us and I'll look forward to having another show here next week. Bye-bye.